Hey, before we start the show today, I wanted to let you know that at the end of the program, you'll hear where Jim is taking a slight hiatus. He'll be back in a few weeks. But I forgot to mention that this Saturday coming up, September 23rd, there will not be a live Ask the Podcast Coach show because I'll be in Perrysburg, Ohio at National Podcast Power. Find that at nationalpodcastpower.com. And we will be back September 30th, as always, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. So with that, I say Ask the Podcast Coach for September 16th, 2017. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music. It's Saturday morning. It's time for Suddenly I've Turned Into Radio Guy. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. Joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Cullison from the average guy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. You know, it's a different experience. Like, so the music's not making its way to me. And it's interesting to hear someone talk over the music <laughs> and, and not have the music there. Yeah, it, it, it's, it, it does. I think in podcasting, when we, when we play that and we're listening to it, it's, Interesting how that probably influences your intro a little bit. I bet you would do your intro different. I don't. I don't do my intro with music. I, I add that later. Right. We always do it live. I wonder if that music has an influence on the way we do our intro, if we're listening to it as we're recording. So it's just just an interesting so. thought. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, uh, you should be able to hear this now. Hopefully, Woo! there we go. Woo! There we go. I forgot oh, to so, turn up the yeah. over. Yeah, no, no sweat, no sweat. It just it, it was one of those weird moments where you're like. Wow, this is really interesting hearing him do this. Without, hey! Typically, I'm yeah. dancing in the background, yeah. you know, having a good time, and, and uh, it wasn't there. It was just it was quiet. It's very quiet, very weird. Uh, well, let's just jump right into a question here. Now, if you want to join on in, you can simply go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash join, and you will be uh, jumping right into the Google Hangout. And um, it says, I have a dilemma. For my podcast, I've, bought, I've brought on a co-host but have no idea how to get both of us uh, to sync up at the same time for two separate locations. Uh, I heard about Zencaster, but it was always told it was somewhat of a pain. Uh, I read about Google Hangouts that can cause distortion. Anything can cause distortion if you, if you pump enough you know, volume into yeah, maybe it. Maybe compression is what he meant. That's, yeah. that's probably what he meant. Yeah. Any ideas? And um, Jim, our answer here has been what? For us, it's what works best for you. That's what yeah. I always say. You know, try them all. Well, you know, you know. I know in these podcasters group, we we try to save people time by giving them, but there there are so many different solutions, and everything might vary. And I'd love to see some folks kind of try some stuff first before they come in because it's. I, I'm watching this happen all the time. Somebody asks a question like that, and then 15 different solutions get listed. That's not helpful. Like. Oh, okay, so now we have a list of everything. So now we know what it is. You're going to have to go out and decide anyway. So right. and I guess that meets the criteria there or that that helps. But um, I think you still, even though you get these recommendations, it, it varies for what you do and what your comfort level is and how techy you are or not. So I think it's a good, um, it's a good exercise to give them all a try yourself. Like test those things out, get, get the, you know, get a list and then know. And yeah, I know it takes time, but You'll never know what's available out there unless you give it a try. So I'm a big fan of everybody trying. You should try those different solutions and see how they work for you. Yeah, that was going to be, I mean, that's literally what we've done in this show. Now we do it partly just because people want to know, you know, what, what about, what's the thing we're doing uh, International Podcast Day on? I just had Fire Talk. Fire Talk, you know, yeah. Fire Talk and BeLive.TV and Blog Talk Radio. We've tried them all. Facebook we, Live. Facebook live hangouts, you know, get, get out there and try. I think even for early podcasters, this is a great way for you to find your voice in trying all these different things. Don't, they don't have to be podcasts, just do stuff, go out and talk about things, uh, create these things and use them, try socializing them to see where they're going to go. It, it's, it's a, it's, I, I think you're selling yourself and you're cutting, you know, you're, you're shortcutting it or short hopping it to use a baseball term. If you, don't try these things in your in your own way because you may find something that works really well for you that uh, you, if you had just taken, you know, oh, okay, I'm just going to use Hangouts. Well, okay, they work. That's great. But what else could you do? 
Right, especially because Zencaster, I believe, has a free program where you can record. I think it only records in an MP3 format. But in terms of like, does is it easy? Does it work? You know, you can definitely kick the tires on that. Same thing. Google Hangouts just changed. They just changed the back end of YouTube. In fact, I saw today where there's a place you can go in and say, give me back my old YouTube. Because now you have to go into the something creator studio to, you know. So by the time you, you get the it down, you have to figure out there's 27 other clicks you have to go through. But uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's a good exercise to roll through some of them. At the same time, uh, it's it's also good to listen to the advice of the community. So I don't want to, you know, we start these groups to have this community advice. So I don't want to shortcut that. But all right, looks like we, it looks like Nancy jumped in here. Hey, Nancy. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I've been binging on all of your podcasts, group, individual, etc. And I just wanted to say that what I what I realize is that even though I'm approaching my 400th episode, nice, you guys help me realize how much I don't know and what a disadvantage I've been at to not really understanding so much of the tech. So it's as much as, you know, sometimes you think I don't need podcast 101. You guys make me realize I really need it even now as I get ready to launch something different. So thank you. What's your, what's your show? My show's Wine at Nine, which is uh, wine with an H. And of course, it has, you know, I do celebrity interviews. So it has nothing to do with wine anymore, but I've been so busy. You like that, right? You want the title? (laughs) Uh, No, I love the wine. That's the, when you said (laughs) Wine um, at Nine, I was like, I'm into that podcast. Let's do it. Yeah, well, it's, but, uh, you know, so I'm getting ready to do things differently. And you guys have helped me see that. And I just wanted to say thanks. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, I've been helping uh, Nancy. Oh, yeah. on the speaker on the uh nancy had the can i talk about your problem uh yeah yeah nancy had the problem if somebody came along and said now i'm gonna give you my side of the story this is what i know but somebody's like hey i can help you with your podcast and they took her feed and moved her to a oh. different home right oh, oh no they start the person who started it i don't think really knew much about podcasting and set it all up with that old, that's how it was set up from the beginning that as the way I understand it. And then we later, we later moved over to Libsyn. um, But still the old problem was in place as I understand, but see, I don't know the text. So you would know better than I what's gone on. So she's in the process now of having somebody else put in a redirect, like they control the Spreaker account that she's on. Right. Correct. Do you have any access well, to that? Am I account? on Spreaker? I don't even know. I mean, yeah. I don't, see, yeah, this yeah. shows you you can have a podcast and you really don't know the tech, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The um, the iTunes right now is looking at a feed in Spreaker. Well, she's on Libsyn, and so it sounds like the person who set her up has the login name and password. So that's why I told Nancy. I said, be be very nice to these people uh, because right. if they if they put in this three hundred one redirect. So did they did they create it as a show on their own account? So and then because each of us each one of the shows on Spreaker can have its own RSS feed. So I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, when when it was set up, the person who knew we were doing the podcast set up the WordPress site and set everything up via WordPress and gave us everything. I mean, we hired the person to do that. And so I have all of that information, but I know we didn't use Libsyn initially. And so then we switched over to to Libsyn, but I've never updated the WordPress site for fear because early on years ago, Dave Jackson said to me, be very careful because you could lose everything. So I've kind of just been tiptoeing and so busy doing the podcast as you know, just creating your content that it's like you put it on the back page, put it on the back page. So I'm really trying to get up to speed to save it and to know what I need to know. So this would never happen again. But with working with Dave, I'm sure as every time I finish an email to Dave, I'm like, he's probably like, this is what it would be like working with my mother. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. People always say that all the time. They email lips and be like, I hate to bug you again. I'm like, trust me, if nobody emails me, like on occasion, it doesn't happen a lot, but there will be on occasion, you'll have a day where like, apparently nobody has any questions and you'll log in and there's like, you know, seven tickets and there's, you know, a whole team of people and those seven tickets go, and they're gone. Like, all right, I guess I'll see what's on Netflix today, you know? So, well, yeah. And the thing that you remind me of, 
is that in terms of doing this, I get so scared, just like a parent, you know, that you're going to lose all your data, all your banking information or whatever. And I have to kind of step back and realize because I don't have access to the, the knowledge base that you guys have, I get more fearful, whereas I realize you can step in and usually correct things or show me how to make corrections for myself. But in general, I get panicked that I'm going to lose everything forever. I would rather have that attitude than the person that doesn't ask. We had somebody. Hey, hey Dave, before you go on, when you snapped, something happened to your audio. That's it's now it's we got a little Cylons going on in there. Can you um, can you mute and unmute and see or, or or do something to see if we can? Let's see. Try again. All right. No, that's that's weird. Let's try this. Let's it's the live it. channel, so I would hate to. It's not like we can have you hang up and and uh, call well, back. Should, yeah. should I try changing to a different microphone and then changing? Back uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's All give right. that a try. Here, Nancy, we're going to troubleshoot. Just hang tight. No, it's cool. That's right. We're so going to change to my my camera. Yeah. Audio. Okay, there we go. So, and now we're on your your camera. Now switch camera. Okay. Now switch and now back. I'm going to switch back to. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, there it is. I thought it disappeared. There we go. And now we're. Back. It was your snap when you snapped. The audio changed. I've never heard like anything like out. that happen before. Keep going, Dave. Sorry to. Sorry. To no, that's. Right. I'm glad you said that because yeah. nobody wants to listen. No, to it was pretty brutal. Yeah. Forty five minutes. Yeah. Um. No, we had somebody that just went into Libsyn and with Libsyn, you can redirect your feed without even contacting support. That's the good news. But if you don't know what you're doing when you do that, and she redirected her feed to uh, Anchor. And then she, so now I, now iTunes is looking at Anchor and she uploaded her, her file to Libsyn and it didn't show up in iTunes because iTunes wasn't looking at Libsyn anymore. And so she had no idea that she'd really, you know, for more or less left Libsyn and she's like, Oh, I don't want to do that. So then we had to, to contact anchor, which was interesting because the people at anchor said, Oh no, just remove your redirect and it'll go back. And we're like, no. And that's when I went, Ooh, there are people over there that may not know what they're talking about. At See, anchor, so and I know about that because I heard you guys talking about that in one of your episodes. Mm-hmm. So it's like the kind of thing that you don't think you need to know, but when you listen to the show, you figure, and out. So thank you for getting me even just a little bit more up to speed. Well, awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. We deeply appreciate it. Anything else we can help you with? Uh, no, probably everything. I probably just need to like, <laughs> you know, come live with you guys for a couple of months and uh, get up to speed, but I'm sure I'll be back bugging you. Right. We're okay. here every Saturday. Every so. Saturday. We're here for you. Just let us know. Oh, I do have a question for you. Yes. Okay. Is it Okay. Yeah, that's why, that's that's why we're here. Okay, how do you know if you you know when it comes time to do a new podcast title? I'm going back and forth and back and forth, and you know I've gotten to the point where you know you're you're pretty well known for something, for instance, and um and my um son who's who is quite knowledgeable about certain things is like you can't use Doctor Nancy Burke because that sounds like a um sounds like it's a psychology show or it's a pure, um, whatever, um, it's a medical show. And yet that's kind of your brand and people know you in that space. Would you, um, do you think it, and, and part of me too, is after having a podcast that's, uh, copyrighted and that people still do ones that are similar and, um, all of that, I feel like I just don't want to go into a title that that is, you know, if I'm doing something on knitting, I don't want to put the word knitting in it, even though I know that brings people there. I'm just sick of changing and whatever. Do you think it's a bad idea to ever use your name in a podcast? That was a long one. I'm sorry. What I, I would do is like the Dr. Nancy show dash talking, blah, 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 because you got to have your kids right, in there. Right, right. Um, so Jim, what do you think? Yeah, well, titles are the most important. I think when we think about uh, SEO that you need to think about that the the longest and the hardest. And like Dave said, with keywords, that's where you really need to kind of think through what are people going to be searching for when they go to find this? Um, and so using your own name, um, I, if it's if it's unique enough that it's an advantage, yes. If it's John Smith, I'm not sure that's going to get you any right. Or if there's somebody else famous in that space, we had a, 
um, we had a guy who worked for us at Gallup. His name was Paul Allen. And there's a very famous Microsoft uh, founder named Paul Allen. And so using those names together, or if we tried to use that name, hey, we're doing this thing with Paul Allen, it would have been confusing because there's already somebody out there who is that, and they might get confused about the name. But if, if you're using your name and you feel like it's fairly unique in that space, um, I, I would I would I take advantage of it. you think you can brand around your own name. Yeah, I would. I'd well, and it's not that it's not a fame factor. It's just that, you know, I've written for so long now yeah, and yeah. for such high profile publications that you kind of get a following and you yeah. kind of know that in that space and then in the in the space of the celebrity space, if you're you're known in your entity that people trust, um, it, it you know, I hate to throw that away as Total. well yeah. but you know anyway it's no, just I, it's I would. interesting and then you know now with so many podcasts you know so many more podcasts than there used to be way back when it's like very difficult you come up with a great idea you google it done 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 you know but that shouldn't done. stop you just because somebody else is doing it doesn't mean it can't be done better right i mean True. apple has made a living in this space of creating the second or third generation of an idea they just did it the best and so just because someone's got a podcast doesn't mean you can't do it with your own individual unique spin on it that makes it better the other thing to keep in mind is sometimes we'll see that there's oh my gosh there's four other shows with the same exact title i go back and see when their last episode was because if there's four there i'm going to guess at least two i haven't had an episode since 2014 right right did six episodes and quit so. Dave, you, you say that you've made a living on this, by the way, in, in some in um, in school of podcasting is that in this this idea of cooperation as well. Just you if you can get into the community and then co- uh, cooperate or, or cooperation, I think is what we've called that with those podcasters in that space and create a community. The, the one who survives the longest is the one who wins, because as people get as, as people drop off those podcasts, you know, people pod fade. It just happens. Right. If you've been working with them, guess what? They'll come to you, right? So if Daniel all of a sudden start start or he quit, he, you can't start quitting. But if he quit doing Audacity to podcast, when he stops, people would be like, "Oh, I need something to listen to." Chances are they're probably going to think of Dave Jackson because those two do a lot of things together, right? Mm-hmm. It's and so there's some advantage to being nice in your space and working with other podcasters and being on their show and getting known with them. And I, I think that's a huge advantage in the space. So don't underestimate that as well. Cool. I know um, just case in point, uh, Cliff Ravenscraft has announced that his next podcasting A to Z course will more than likely, he's kind of left the door cracked this much, be his last podcast course that he's going to do. He wants to get more into life coaching and business coaching. And so um, hope, hopefully, all those people go, oh, I can't learn from Cliff. I'll go learn from Dave. Uh, he's changing, right? He's morphing a little bit yeah. in there. Yeah. So does that help, Nancy? Yeah, no, you guys are great. Yeah. And as National International Podcast Day comes up, yep. I ask you one question. Okay. You guys had advice for someone who's never listened to a podcast before. What would it be? Because I have to say, I as much as I've been podcasting, it was like a light switch went off recently when I had it, um, when I had a very long drive. And now I'm more podcast obsessed than ever because I've found an easy way for me to use it. Do you have a, like one tip that you'd give your grandmother or your mom or your dad that, you know, to get them using a podcast? Hmm. Because I feel I, like that's that's my new mission, you know. Yeah. Well, in, if they're English speaking in America, chances are they own an iPhone. It's just that's just the way it works, right? And it's super easy to get them on that podcast app. And as I've said to people, look, there's a big purple icon that says podcasts. And if you just go in there and click the little search button, search on any topic you're interested in and download one and try it. The other thing we say on the Gallup podcasts uh, when I do those is I tell them it's a time to recapture that time you're on, in a train, on a plane, or in a car. And I kind of plant that idea that really podcast, the power of podcasting is to be able to take that time you normally waste or be doing something else, right? When you're on a plane, you got nothing to do. Listen to a podcast, right? When you're traveling into work, I get 40 minutes a day, right? To listen to podcasts. When I say that to people, the light comes on. They're like, oh yeah, no, I can do that in my car. I just got a new car. It's got Bluetooth, right? Or whatever. So those are the ways I go about it, Dave. Yeah. 
Yeah, I do the same thing. I will, I will grab their phone and I go, what are your hobbies? And if they go, I don't know. Uh, I'm not, and if they go, I don't, I don't have any hobbies. If they stop, I'm like, okay, what's your favorite TV show? And then I'll, you know, it's, I like to listen to once upon a time. Okay. Then I'll pull up Daniel show or whatever and just give them something. Just go and then just go look. And then I go, Oh, by the way, these are all free. And that's usually when they go, really? And I'm like, right, yeah. right. and if you don't like it, you just swipe right and go delete. And they're like, really? Um, it's always fun. I, I, it's been a while when I, I just did a talk at Kent state university and I, that's how I start off kind of the the session. I kind of explain what a podcast is. And then I'm like, anybody that on, on an Android, I have them download Stitcher. Anybody on an iPhone, I have them just look at the podcast app. And then I just go in and I go, and here's the good news. If the one you just downloaded, you don't like, just delete it. And there's only another right. you know, 4 million to choose from. But so. can you imagine if every podcaster did that? Like, I think yeah. that everybody, the podcast they don't think like that often. They're just so into their own head and hearing their own voice. If we all actively did what you guys are saying you do. So anyway, that's my new mission. Next week sometime for international, I'm tempted to go to the mall with a, cool. a portable recorder and just walk up to random people and go, do you listen to podcasts and just see what happens and then spend a lovely two hours editing that down to something we can listen to. So. Well, thank you guys so much. You bet, Nancy. You're Thanks for jumping in here. Great to meet you. Thank you. You too. You bet. Have thank a great you, Saturday. Dave, for holding my hand. Oh, anytime. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Nancy. Nice to see you. But yeah, Jim, are we? Well, I guess we don't know if we're doing anything for international podcasting. Yeah, I, Nancy, need to, I need to work on that. If you want, Nancy, if you're done, you can just click on the little uh, red phone thingy at the top. See, could you tell I didn't know what I was doing? Well, I just like <laughs> I, I just turned on like she's still. Thank you, Dave. Your mother's leaving. Bye. <laughs> oh, uh, isn't that great? Yeah, yeah. We're we're working on the international podcast day. Great opportunity, though. That's a you just you just gave me this interesting idea of you know you say you go to the mall and you know you help people. Um, you know there there may be some opportunities. And I don't I don't do this enough when I go like I do these. I just got done doing a podcasting conference. No, that's a lie. It was a tech conference uh, about two weeks ago, and I did like thirteen interviews during the tech conference. Right, keynotes, session leaders. I do this all the time. By the way, that is gold. Like if you can partner with a conference in your space and interview those session leaders, that is I I have seven and a half eight hours of content that's just sitting there waiting to work its way into my channel and it's great content. So if you're not stealing my idea on that, you should be out there getting that done. It's a great way to get it done. But I should put at the booth, like ask me how to subscribe to my podcast. You know, if that should be a shirt of some kind. Now you can't, I don't know if you can just do it on the street, but when you're in those circumstances where you're in your niche or you're working somewhere like a conference or a festival or whatever, and you've got an opportunity to have a table or you could to do a shirt where you can prompt people to say, hey, ask me how to subscribe to my podcast. That gets the conversation going. And you can say, actually, you know, subscribing to because people might say, hey, like I've heard about this podcasting stuff, but I don't know how to do it. Well, let me show you like what you do. Right. And then you grab the phone and you do the things. Um, so I don't know. I think we could I could probably do more in just prompting people to ask about how do I subscribe? Because I think there's people who don't know how, but they're afraid to ask because it makes them feel stupid. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Especially if, you know, you're watching, I don't know, Jimmy Fallon and he talks about podcasting and then you watching Orange is, new, is the New Black and they talk about podcasting. And you're kind of like, um, uh, you know, you like you said, you don't want to go, well, I don't even know what a podcast is because then people are like, what? What do you mean? Well, and three years ago, four years ago, it was super nerdy. And so people would be like, well, I don't know, the nerds are doing that, right? And then all of a sudden, Serial came on, right? And we've got all these other, these podcastings. By the way, I'm, I'm watching this, um, this, this new thing happen with news organizations. So I just, the San Jose Mercury News, where I grew up, the news, local newspaper, produced their own guess, you know, can you guess what it was? Mystery and, you know, news, oh, you know. A hanging true 30 crime. years ago. True crime. I'm, I'm hanging 30 years ago. Who did it? Why are we still talking about it? You know, kind of thing. And so I'm noticing this new trend as a newspapers. By the way, I mean, they got to go. They have a lot of great content. I mean, mm -hmm. think about it. Think about the history, all the historical stuff they have in their archives. But um, anyways, I don't know where I was going with that. But I, I just well, totally just I took myself off the rails. That's all right. Just the fact that people are getting more and more people are getting into it. Right. There you go. And so it today I think it's it's super acceptable. Thank you for putting me back on the tracks. 
I think today it's super acceptable to people don't feel that it's, it's not that weird nerd thing anymore. It's kind of mainstream media. So I think it's been more than ever. If we can prompt people to help ask us that question, how do I subscribe? I think we got a shot at it. Yeah. I, it's, it's, there are two things that I've always wanted to do. One would be that go to a mall and just ask people about podcasting. The other thing I want, I, it's one of those podcasts. If I had, you know, 80 hours in a day, I would do, I would love to go around to everybody holding up a cardboard sign that says, you know, we'll work for food or whatever and go, what's your story? You just to find out. Cause I, I bet there's a lot of myths about, you know, cause there are those people that, that look at quote homeless people, which doesn't mean they're homeless, but they're standing there. And, um, you know, I, I think a lot of people, ah, freeloader, go get a job. Yeah. But I'm like, eh, there's probably more to that story than, than you think. I always thought that would be an interesting, you know, I'll give you 20 bucks for your story kind of thing. Yeah. Or maybe pay that guy to hold up a sign that says, I'll help you subscribe to your to a podcast, right? As they come by. Okay, that's just it. Pay, just, yeah, instead of holding up a cardboard, I'll pay you a hundred bucks to hold up my domain name at yeah. this corner. Yeah. How much do you think you make in a day? <laughs> I'm going to pay you twice that to hold up my podcast. A sign. Yeah. Because there's a, there's a, um, they just started right by my house, like a block from my house. There's a, there's like, they, we call it six corners because they're in Ohio. We love to do this. We take all these different roads and combine them into one giant intersection so that you sit there literally for seven minutes waiting for the light to change. And so people have figured this out. So they're standing there with their signs. In, in Indiana, they're changing all of those to roundabouts. So yeah. instead of having lights, it's a big, gigantic roundabout. roundabout. The roundabout. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a, We kind of talked about this a couple weeks ago with intros. Uh, this person asked the plan for the dark fantasy podcast. Talk about a genre that is huge. Mm-hmm. Type in the word fantasy football in, in iTunes. Well, let's take a tangent before I even answer this question. I had somebody ask me, they go, look, I'm in iTunes, but I can't find it. And his show was FU fantasy football. Mm-hmm. And I typed in, and he goes, when you type in fantasy football, I'm not there. And I counted because it said, here's the results. And then you have a see all button. And when you click on see all, there were a hundred fantasy football shows, but none of them were his. So there's, there's an example of, there's a ton of fantasy foot. Now, if I typed in F U fantasy football, he came right up. But if you just typed in fantasy football, and that's where I always tell people, you got to have a button on your website. Cause if you just say, find me in iTunes, then they've got to type in the exact right thing. Otherwise, cause there's whatever it is, 4 million now podcasts in iTunes. And there's a thousand new a week and things like that. So it's, it's a good way. I, it's a good way to use your domain, by the way. I, you know, I have the yeah. average guy.tv for my network, but home gadget geeks, the name of my tech podcast, home goes to just a very simple page. That is two buttons. Subscribe on Android, subscribe on iTunes. Yeah. That's all it is. Big buttons. You can't, you can't even fat finger it. They're just right there. So he says, I'm, I'm uh, producing but the plan for the dark fantasy podcast I'm producing is to have music only during the intro and the outro. Does 30 seconds at the beginning feel like it would be too long and we should cut it down to 15? To my answer, that's actually one of my pet peeves. If somebody goes, here's the intro to the show, and all of a sudden it's just, he said, looking for any kind of music that he can't find. Uh, I have applause. Where's my happy music? There we go. So if we just had this, you know, with no voiceover for 30 seconds, that would drive me nuts. I'd be, I'd be waiting for somebody to come in and go, welcome to the dark fantasy podcast. So for me, you know, any kind of music with no voiceover, unless it's really short, is going to drive me nuts. Well, Randy Cantrell though has made a living off of that. His podcast has music in it and he, he plays the whole song. Well, that's different. That's a, to me, that's a music show with some words of wisdom. Okay. But it's plus it's not his intro. Um, but yeah, that's to me, that's a music. That's just that's I think it depends what you well, but I think it yeah. depends on what your audience is used to. If you start that way and you draw an audience, they they come because they like it. If you if you you know, if you if you have a short intro and then all of a sudden you add a seven minute musical interlude, you're probably gonna lose some folks over that because they're gonna be like, oh, I don't like the change. But if you start that way and you attract an audience who likes that that kind of intro. Who's to say it's wrong? I mean, you well, don't true. like it. You don't like it. Yeah. But it could, and it could be from a consulting standpoint, it could be a limiting factor to get, you know, the question is, do the majority of people like that kind of intro or not? 
Yeah. And if they don't, you're artificially limiting or not even artificially, you're limiting your audience to what could be. And our recommendation would be get a shorter intro, get to the show. That's yeah. I think that's the general wisdom. I love Chris Coran, but he plays an entire song at the end of his show. And I don't care if that was like Stairway to Heaven. I don't want to listen to a song over yeah, and over. It's, a lot of podcasts. It's the same song every same time. Song. Yeah, a lot of podcasters do that. Don't yeah. you just go 30, 30, 30 and it's I done. do, but it's yeah. the fact that I'm in the car and I have, because it's Chris's show, I have to go next, 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 nah. next to get past it. Yeah. And I don't have to do that to anybody else's show. But so you're still listening. I'm right? still listening. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, Teresa has a question about using the ATR 2100 through your Mac and using Skype. I can't figure out my levels and I'm super loud or very low. Um, in On a Mac, you have to go into preferences and then sound. And you, you'll see there's an input tab, kind of a sub tab and a, I think I forget what the output, I think it's just called output. And one is the, the input level is your mic level. And then the output is the level of your, your guest. So um, if you use Ecamm call recorder, that, for me on a Mac is like the best advice for recording a Skype call. Um, but it is kind of weird because I've heard, I don't record a lot of Skype on my, I don't do a lot on my Mac period uh, just because I'm familiar with PCs, not that it's wrong, but uh, I've heard that there are times when Ecamm you'll have your guest was just booming and you couldn't tell when you, you heard it. So um, I, I wish all recorders had a better VU meter. It just must be something that's almost impossible to, to pull off. So right. She also asks, should, d- does she have to have a mixer? And with the 2100, the answer is always no, but I think the experience is infinitely better with a mixer. I, as, as an example, if you have 2100 straight USB and you're trying to listen to your, your own audio back, it's super low. I, I, I can't, you, you can't make it sound loud enough to the way I like it without any help, without running that through a headphone amplifier or something like that. These are also very gain-hungry mics. And so if you're going to run it through a mixer, it's going to take a lot of gain. And that's going to add some things to it, right? You can put a, you can put a, you know, a cloud lifter or something in between it to kind of help with that. But I, I think the experience is a whole lot better. I don't use the 2100s natively via USB. I'm almost always using them in XLR. Now, that doesn't mean it has to cost a lot. Like, you know, I, when I do my remote, um, uh, podcasting at these conferences, I take a little $99. It's less than that, but a little Alesis Multimix 4, and that's got two XLRs, and it works really great for that. doesn't have any preamps. It just works. It's it's pretty good. You still, still have to crank the gain to three quarters to get it done, but it's a way to do it. So I'm a big fan. Well, Teresa said, what mixer would you recommend? I'm, I'm a big fan of that, that Alesis Multimix 4. That's what I use when we go. It's less than $100. It's a pretty good little mixer. Um, i wrap it in bubble wrap, put it in the box. And I've, I've set it up four or five times in the last five years at these remote. You could use it in your studio. It would work pretty well. There's other ways to do it. But I think a 2100 on a mixer is a much better experience. And I would also, if you like to hear your voice back, I'd run that through a headphone amplifier. So I'd come out of the main mix out, run it into a, you know those, those little boxes. You plug one in and then it's four out, whatever. <laughs> That's what I like because you get some additional volume control on it. So, yeah, I just took a $70 mic and made it $400. But, you know, uh, it's not really that much. But I, the, I think the experience is better. Dave? See, I, I'm the direct opposite. I, uh, I, when I do the podcasters roundtable, I go directly out of this into that. The only thing I will say that in part of this is because I'm deaf, I do have to jack up the volume almost all the way. Yeah. Uh, and that usually will then have Ray going, I'm hearing an echo. So I'll then have to turn it down a little bit. Um, but so you don't need a mixer, but it's, it's, you know, it's handy because it can, you can help shape the sound. You can add a little bass and treble, uh, things of that nature. So if you're just starting out, you can try it with just the mic. Um, but you know, depending on, like Jim said, depending on how you like to listen to it and things like that. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I just think for me, the experience is so much better having a small mixer in between. And I don't do a lot of tweaking on it, you know, get the gain set right. You know, that advice, when when you go with a mixer, you set everything, you set all your, you set all your EQ volumes to the middle and then you turn everything else off and then you bring your gain up and then, or bring volume up to infinity, right? To that zero. So you're at that, you're at where it's wide open, then begin to turn your gain up until it gets to the, to the right level then test, 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 right? It's not that hard, to be honest. Even, uh, I think even a, a newbie can get this. It's not that, but 
15 or 20 minutes with the instructions, a little bit of work and maybe some YouTube videos and you're off and running. It's no, I, I just like that. I like the mixer experience better. Yeah. And Teresa says she was at MapCon. So that was, uh, that's where I was last weekend. Yeah. How was the conference last weekend? We, we kind of, we, we kind of, um, buried the lead, so to speak. Yeah. Um, it was what I like about it. And I like the fact that Joe's not worried about it. It was maybe, I think he said he had a hundred people ish sign up and we had maybe 70 people show up. Mm-hmm. And where so did they do it? What kind of facility? It's, it's in a holiday inn. So they have this, this kind of big ballroom and it's a, it's a one track show. So you show up and everybody sees the same thing. And then at night we just go into the bar and there's a little like lounge thing in the front and we all just hang out together. So that's, I kind of like it because everybody's in the same spot. A couple of people might go out for dinner, things like that. But for the most part, we all just kind of hung out and, uh, it was good. It was the, the first night was interesting because Joe was going to have originally the first night was just going to be a mixer. Like everybody show up and network. And then he had a whole bunch of people request to speak. So he gave everybody, well, not everybody, but anybody that asked an eight minute section to do a talk. And the thing that I'm, uh, it wasn't bad this year, but it was starting to get obvious is Joe is a, a two man group. It's Joe and Amy J I think was her name is kind of helping but next year he's going to have people like he's going to assemble um, a crew for lack of a better phrase. Cause he's emceeing it while he's trying to get slides from people and things of that nature. And uh, it's just, you know, he's always right on the edge of just completely having it blow up in his face, which he didn't. Uh, but it was, it was cool. He, he does. The one thing that I like about this is Joe does something that no other group does. I personally don't get a lot from it. I think it's a little weird, but it's Joe's thing and he does it. And what it does is it forces people to get out of their comfort zone. So what they did this year was he generated like six words and you had to make a podcast that used those six words. So like I actually participated this year, last year I was a judge, but I'm like, I don't maybe on the, on the other side. And our words were um, estate, um, jar, uh, something like concoction, can't remember them, but they were completely. So you end up creating a very weird story. No, there's no way around it. And so I had it to where um, Bernie was a a drug addict and he was, he tipped over the jar and was eating uh, greeny cat treats. Like they were, you know, Oxycontin and recovering cats podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And so my favorite line was they, so we had somebody come on. It was the grief cast is what we came up. How do you deal with this? Cause that way we could use a state. We could use all these other words. And then they said, well, um, so we brought somebody on who was um, a funeral planner. And so she said, well, does, does Bernie go to a church? Sometimes a church will help with your funeral planning. And I said, yes, as a matter of fact, he's a cat flick. And the whole room just went, oh, <laughs> so it's like, oh, come on. So, um, so it was, it's interesting because it really does. You have to think way outside the box. There's no way, you know, to do it. And uh, so that's an interesting exercise. I I didn't, it was interesting to go through it. it. It takes about the better part of an hour and a half by the time everybody goes through the exercise, but uh, the winning team got a free ATR 2100. Oh, nice. So, so that was kind of cool. But so for me, I'm like, I always kind of go, oh, it's time for that thing again. But the people that are there, I, I, I've talked to people who have gone through this and like, oh, you know what? I, I If I can do that, because you act out the podcast in front of people. So it's a huge, like, get out of your comfort zone kind of thing. So that is, uh, that is uh, Joe's thing. And Joe's like, you know, he's sticking his flag in the dirt and like, this yeah. is what we do here. It's good. What do you think you took away from it? What's the one thing you... Um, I took away, there's a guy, it was frustrating in a way. In fact, I'm trying to find him on the internet. I'm stalking him. His name is uh, Rav. It's served S-R-V-D. So there's no E. Dot vet. This guy has everything. He has a microphone. He has a recorder. He has a tagline from leaving to living. And it's all about, here's a guy, he has a great story. He, he was in the air force for 20 years. He looks like he's like 21. I'm like, when were you in the air force for 20 years? Um, and he got on the air force, got a six figure job. Things are great. He's married, living the dream nine months out, just comes home and he's like beyond depressed and decides I'm not going back to work. And so he went from, you need, uh, you need to talk to somebody to, you need a therapist to a 
psychologist to a to a ther- uh, what's it, psychologist or whatever Psycho- the- psychotherapist. No, there's, there, there's different levels, and eventually he made it up to psychiatrist, okay. which of course they then just threw drugs at him like they were you know M and M's. And he said, I had a whole counter full. And he said, then I talked to somebody else and found out what I was going through was normal. Like, this is a normal thing that people, when you leave the service and he was like, wow, nobody told me that. And so his whole podcast now is he wants it not to be air force Marines. He wants it to be, I served, you know, and, and this is how you can kind of go through this transition. And I'm like, Oh dude, this is a great podcast. I want to listen to this and his story. And, and, and he, I, I sat the first night I talked to him to close till two in the morning just going through his, well, I don't know. I don't want to look stupid. All right. Well, you're not going to look stupid because it's not live. So the only way you look stupid is if you record something and put it out live. And and I was just, you know, well, I'm not sure this, you know, I'm not really sure I like the sound of my voice. Okay. Let's explain why, you know, so everything was just, I was just like, come on, jump in the water. So it was killing me. So uh, that was cool. Um, The, the one thing I thought was interesting was I heard this one line and, uh, I can't remember the woman's name. She was from San Diego and she said, she called it halt when you should not, not do anything when you're in, you should halt from doing whatever you're doing. If you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. And then Jim and I were talking pre-show and we were like, we're always hungry, angry, lonely. We're usually tired and hungry. Uh, two, two of those. I'm yeah. almost always, I'm tired yeah. and hungry all the time. Yeah. So, um, but that was interesting. In fact, I saw, um, I don't think Kim is here today but Kim from uh, Toastmasters101.net said that she would record a show after kind of being frustrated from life. And she said she shouldn't do that because it does come across. Uh, yeah. I, I think show. you could check your attitude a little bit. Like if, you know, it's not great to get on the, on the microphone angry. I mean, that doesn't go well for you. You think it's, you think you're venting and it's going to be fine, but it usually doesn't go very well. And I, and I think the, the mode at which we, the, 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 the attitude at which we come to and we're going to get a, get on the microphone, I think we really got to check that. If we're having a bad day and it's been awful, maybe postpone that recording. Yeah. You know, just don't, don't jump into it. It could be, it could get ugly. You think it's therapy for you, but it's not for others. And so it's, you know, you check, check it, kind of check it at the door. Speaking yeah. of checking, Dave, do we have some awesome supporters that we should probably. We do have some awesome, for, you know, that's funny that you say that, Jim, because, um, I'm not prepared for that at all. Well, I'll, I'll give you a second. To, <laughs> to get- I did. I did get to meet some cool people. Um, I got to meet Clay from uh, Fish Nerds. He had been on the podcast review show, um, and then you, you know Harry Duran actually came in all the way from uh, California. So he was there. Yeah, Amanda nice Beard. There. Yeah, Amanda Beard was there from uh, the Great Beard Adventure, and uh, she was one that was just saying, you know, it's hard when you're a, a mom and you're expected to, you know, be a mom. And then you're trying to do a podcast where you have to travel around and talk to breweries. And she was just kind of getting a little overwhelmed. And I'm like, and she was kind of like, I feel like I'm a bad podcaster. I'm like, no, you're, you're not a bad podcaster. You're a really good mom because you're putting your kids first. I'm like, do not put your kids last so you can go talk about beer to somebody because it's your hobby. I said, realize moms need hobbies too. But uh, I think one of my favorite lines I ever heard, my, uh, my cousin called my mom once crying and, uh, she was explaining what was going on and she goes, and I just, I just, I just hate my kids. And my mom goes, Oh honey, that's normal. Yeah. You're, you're going to hate your kids. You know, it's just like, cause uh, they were little at the time. They were like, you know, seven and four or something like that. And two, I think she had three going. And um, she was like, yeah, that's just, you're, you're going to hate your kids. This, this doesn't make you a bad mom. It makes you human. Makes you normal. So, yeah. So he said pulling up. Okay. So it's not the first of the month. So we're going to think, uh, Oh, see, I don't have my, Oh, wait, let me see if I can do this. There's a new thing in Patreon that in theory. Love the changes, by the way. When when we think about Patreon, if you haven't, if you've used Patreon, but you haven't been out there in a while to check their uh, kind of their new design, they have done a nice job of consolidating and kind of giving a much better look. It actually looks a lot better on mobile um, as well. It's a lot more easier to use. So if you haven't been out to Patreon in a couple months to check your, and by the way, uh, as Dave's getting this set up, one okay. of the things I don't, yeah, hold it, give one sec. Okay. One of the things I've noticed is I don't really pay a lot of attention to Patreon. I got some subscribers. I thank them every show. We do some, I have a special audio and video feed for them, those kinds of things. But I didn't really check the payouts. Man, you know, 50 bucks over uh, six months adds up to a little bit of cash. Yeah. And so it was interesting. I was, I, I don't, that's an account. I don't really check that often. 
And I was like, oh, hey, I could probably make an upgrade to something uh, there, you know. And so don't underestimate the value of your subscribers over time. It can be very, very valuable to you, both in relationships and in dollars. So who should we think? Well, they have a thing called the relationship manager. Because what, what kills me is I can't put in notes about people because I want to put in their website. And so there's a thing inside of Patreon called the relationship manager, which allows me to add additional details. Now, what kills me is from what I've seen, I can't export this. So, uh, but one would be uh, Glenn Hebert, who's feeling very bad because he missed two episodes of the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. And I'm like, uh, Glenn, you know, your your house is fine. Your horses are fine. You live through a hurricane. I think people are going to give you, I think, you know, hurricane is, is, a, is an acceptable uh, excuse for that. Uh, Josh Rivers from creativestudio.academy and uh, Max Trescott does aviationnewstalk.com. So I'm able to put those notes in now, but it's still... Um, not a, a way for me to print this out so I could have it in front of me. So to give you the behind the scenes stuff is I'm actually clicking on their name to see the notes I have about them. So it's better, you know, and they're definitely changing some things over there, uh, which is cool, but uh, not quite like if I click on uh, what I thought about doing, and I'm not sure I can do this. If I go to the regular kind of Patreon look, um, it's, they have a spot there for shipping. And I thought, I wonder if I could go in and edit their shipping because nobody, I, I'm not shipping anybody anything. So there's nothing in that. And I thought, I wonder if I could tell people, hey, update your shipping and put your website. That way I could export it and have that information. But uh, so, yeah, if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, um, simply go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And uh, here's a question, Jim. Um, I actually almost put this in the Patreon group just because it's not podcasting related, but I put it in my other Patreon account for my weight loss show, I made a, I made a video on how to make an Excel spreadsheet to track your weight. So if you have a goal and you're like, like for me, I want to weigh 190 by my birthday. That's my goal. And I put in what I weigh and then I figured it out, you know, on this day I should be weighing. So I can tell if I'm ahead or behind schedule and it's really easy to do. It takes about four or five minutes. And I, I just go through and explain here, type this in here and blah, blah, blah. And I even give you a template. So if you want to take it and fix it from there. And I was like, it's not really podcasting related, but I thought, you know, I guess I could throw it out there. I'm just, I don't know that anybody's going to unsubscribe from their Patreon because they got a weight loss spreadsheet. But I was like, you know, people might like this. I don't know. So. Yeah, no, it's nice to share those. Those and Again, it depends on your audience, but it's kind of nice to share those things from time to time. Get a little bit of feedback, do something a little bit different. You never know. Yeah. You know, as people have gotten to know you through your podcast, um, you know, they know you've got another, another one where you're, where you're talking about that. And I think it's kind of helpful as long as you're not spamming them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm going, I'm not going to go, Hey, thanks for being a patron. If you send me $20, I'll give you a weight loss spreadsheet. Yeah. So get on our mailing list and exactly. uh, I'll send you a free weight loss. Yeah. Those, those kinds of things, Dave, um, I'm going to, let me, let me just say this really quick. So the next seven weeks I'm going to be out. And yes. uh, when we think about, podcasting. For the last three years we've been doing this, I have tried to podcast and run my high school internship program at the same time. And it's so I would show up at nine, get them started. I would run to the studio. We've had all kinds of interesting fun, like fire alarms and things not working. Did you have something with a, with a guy with a bucket or something that was always messing you up? The, um, guy with a bucket. I remember there's something. It's like every time you started like they would start. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 cleaning crew would come out of the elevator yeah. with uh, those garbage cans on wheels, and blah, blah, blah. and I swear, you know, we have tile right outside the studio right. there, and I swear he was just rolling, and he was just sitting there going, blah, 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 you know, not going anywhere, just trying to make noise. But um, as a podcaster, sometimes it's a difficult decision to say, do I podcast or do I work? And and could I do both? I absolutely could, but I was doing this evaluation. Um, of the time I was spending on this group. And we have 50 high schoolers coming this year that it's a, a new record wow. for us. Right. And dude, that's a handful. Yeah. It's a, it's a big handful, a couple of them. And, and I started to do some evaluation of like, Hey, I, what am I trying to do here? And, and what are my obligations? And yes, I could do both, but I'm getting to the point where I was doing neither of them very, very well. And I wanted to, I get these kids for six or seven weeks. Um, and, There'll be a weekend there. There's ACT weekend. And so I'll be here for that. But the, the, there's, the, there's a, a time in there that you have with them that you just can't miss. And I had to make that decision. It was a hard one 
to say, Dave, I'm going to be gone for an extended period of time. It's going to be six weeks. It's not the end of the world, right? You'll fill in. It'll be great. It is to me. No, Jim. How? No, it'll be fun. But it it's um it, it it is one of those things as podcasters sometimes we have to make that decision of you know do I podcast or do I not and this has been a real world example of having to make that hard choice listen I love coming here on Saturday mornings this I've done this for three years with you every Saturday morning because it's what I love to do we just have a good time together but I had to make that decision and so it, it, sometimes as podcasters we have to think you know okay I can't podcast all the time I actually need to you know in this case. It just falls at an inconvenient time when I'm when I happen to be doing this program with my kids. So, uh, anyways, I, I thought I'd throw that out there because I know some podcasters are struggling a little bit, and and I'd love to be able to do both, but I just can't. In this case, I'm choosing work. So I'll miss you guys for the six weeks I'm gone. It's not forever. I'll be back uh, as we get um, you know closer to the Thanksgiving time frame and one in between. But uh, but David, one, I appreciate your grace in. Letting me, you know, some some podcasters would be like, well, I guess it's time to find a new co-host if you're going to, you know, some would, though. And I appreciate your grace in that just to say, yeah, we'll keep the seat warm. Well, it's a good opportunity to try out some new folks. Right. I I appreciate your willingness to let me do that. Yeah, it'd be fun to uh, that's half the here's here's what it actually does. And not that people that fill in are. What's what I'm looking for here? It's fun to to try on new pairs of pants, but you know everybody has their favorite pair of jeans, and so because we have been doing this three years, it's kind of like, all right, well, it was fun hanging out with insert person, but you know what, Jim's coming back next week, and it'll be fun to get the band back together. And then, I mean, I have a um, I, I got some kind of bad news. It's kind of weird, um, and it's you ever think about like who you're like? In my opinion, my best friend is mm-hmm. uh, is a guy I've known since six grade how old are you when you're in sixth grade was that 11? 12 12 11 12 so i've known this guy 40 years now over that time he's moved to north carolina because he was in the marines um then he moved home and then i moved to cleveland and then i moved back and we don't really see each it's one of those things where i'm like um you know you uh we didn't take advantage of the fact that we both lived in the same city i mean i think we've seen each other like three or four times since i moved back in two years you know and he's moving here again He's moving to Oklahoma. Why? Because that's where his son is. And now he's got three grandkids. And he's kind of like, you know what? They could use a little help over there. He's got a good skill set to where he and his wife, uh, and they're going to move. And the thing that doesn't bug me about this is the fact that the older you get, it's it's harder to find people who like really know you. You know what I mean? It's like, so um, it's that same thing. So when I when we get together, even though we don't see each other that much, we pick up Right where I got to quit snapping my fingers. Did I, did I ruin anything? No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> okay, good. A magic snap. Um, you just kind of pick up where you left off. So it's funny. Yeah. We'll get in, we'll start cranking old Van Halen and, you know, you pick up right where you left off. So that's kind of the cool thing of, about having a, a co-host that you have, you know, chemistry with and you kind of know it, it was like today. I wasn't ready for Patreon and you just picked up and like, all right, cool. That was awesome. So, um, but I've, I have my own uh, Mike Weger, who co-hosts with me over at Home Gadget Geeks. Mm-hmm. He picked up a job that uh, really knocked him out. And I, I lose him for 12 or 13 weeks at a time. And and it's okay. Like uh, he's he's always said before, hey, if you want to go do something else. And and I've, you know, I've had different guest hosts on. But no, he's he's my guy. He's he's the co-host. And, and I'm going to leave the seat open until he tells me he doesn't want to do it anymore. And right. And effectively, he's not on the he's not on the show very much. I maybe get him four times a year now at this point. And to be honest, a lot of the interviews I do they're they're smoother because it's just me and someone else, and I don't have a third person in there, so that works out pretty well. And I adjust the show content for just me instead of having him. I do it differently if he was going to be there on a more regular basis. But you know, you make that, and 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 you know, everybody's situation is different, but. It's uh, one, it's awesome to have, to be, you know, to have a show like this, to have a friendship like this, where I can just say, Hey, I'm going to be out for six or seven weeks. Okay, cool. Got this, you know, and, and uh, it's, it's going to be fine. And that's a great, in a, in a podcasting relationship, that's a great place to be. And so if you've got your co-hosts relationship like that at Gallup, we have this question in our Q12 assessment, do I have a best friend at work? And we think friendship is important in the partnerships. If the the better the friendship is, the the more productive it is. And so, anyways, I just keep continue to strive for that in your in your working relationships with your co-hosts. If you have them, that relationship you have with them matters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, 
here was an interesting question. It had two words, and it simply said, this is from Erica Collins. She said, need sponsors. This is in a Facebook group. And so I kind of emailed her and I said, well, okay, first things first, have you verified? Have you gotten a focus group to ensure that what you're doing is delivering content? I had a, a client call this week and uh, they're doing a show for truck drivers. And I said, okay, how did you know your content was good? And it was so weird that I asked them that because they're like, what? And I go, how do you know your content's good? And they're like, well, cause we're a, a trucking company and blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of like, almost like a Gary Leland where they're going to be a, uh, they're doing a show about trucking, but they're more or less their own sponsor. And I'm like, okay, well, did you get any feedback from actual truckers? You know, and they had, which was good. Um, but it was just kind of weird that when people go in like, okay, I need sponsors. I'm like, okay, well, first things first, you know, where's your audience? You monetize an, an audience. And I think sometimes we, we kind of overthink this. There's a great video. Let me throw this. It's a really old picture, a really old video of, uh, Gary V and uh, he just goes in and I think he goes on the internet. He was doing it. He said, what if you do a beer show? And he like typed in something, found somebody who might be a good sponsor. And he just called them and said, Hey, I do a show. Uh, we want to know if you'd be interested in sponsoring it. And the guy was kind of like, not right now. And he's like, okay, but uh, you know, and it just, I think we overthink that. I also think we're waiting for sponsors to come to us and that doesn't happen a lot. Uh, it, it will if you get enough name in your your area. But uh, and then, of course, also, um, you know, you don't have to have a sponsor. We should say that. But in this case, she wants one. And, uh, you know, there are all sorts of things. There's affiliate marketing. There's, you know, I don't know. What what are your thoughts on uh, if somebody comes up to you and says need sponsors? Well, yeah, I mean, it's a sales job, you know, sponsor getting if you if you're not good at selling, you're going to struggle to get sponsors. You've got to you've got to get out there and sell yourself and sell what you have. And I have a long-term relationship with LastPass on my tech show. And, you know, there's been a couple of times it's gotten a little thin and, you know, the, the ice has gotten a little thin. I'm kind of like, oh, are they going to keep, are they going to, and you know, I, I just contacted him again. I'm like, no, 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 we're in, we're in, we're in. We haven't said anything, but it's been busy. We're in. So, you know, send us this documentation or whatever. And, um, and I like those. I'm developing a, a new one with this, this product line called Jellycomb. And they make these these little gadgets. They're all fifty dollars or less, and they're all tech based. You know, little portable keyboards and you know dongles and those kinds of things. And I just uh, I'm doing a meetup two weeks from now in Indianapolis, and I just contacted the rep and said, "Hey, I'm going to a meetup. If you want to send me some some giveaway gear, I'll give it away." And they could have said no. She's within fifteen minutes. She's like, "Boxes in the mail," you know. And I was like, "All right, nice. cool." So, but you have to ask and. Um, and I think to your point, you, you, you can't ask, you can ask too much. You can ruin the relationship, but you, you've got to get to that point where you're saying, okay, this is what I need. And are you on or are you off? And, and to be honest with you, people who do this kind of work, that's what they want. They want straightforward, tell them exactly what it's going to take. Don't beat around the bush because they're at work and they don't have enough time to screw with your passive aggressive, trying, you know, them trying to figure out things with you. Just tell them what you need and they'll say yes or no. And, you know, if they say no, it was probably too much. So then you lower your price. It's just, it's just a business proposition. So don't, you, like you said, don't overthink it. I like what Emily says in the chat room. She says, I was curious why she, and then in quotation marks, needed sponsors. This is one of those where it's like, wow. if, you, if you got into podcasting to make money fast, it's like, it can be done. But again, you, you monetize an audience and sometimes it takes it a while to... It, it doesn't make a better podcast, to be honest with you. In fact, yeah. in some in some cases, you lose listeners because oh, yeah. you they're like, "Oh, I'm not. I thought this was kind of going to be an indie thing, and I didn't have to listen to advertising, and I hate advertising." So, by putting sponsors in your program, you might you might actually be losing listeners. Yeah, I have right. to think about that. Do you want to you want to lose a few listeners? Put some ads. Put some really bad ads in there. Man, you'll lose you'll lose some folks. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and that's why I told her, I said, you know, you can always go for affiliate marketing if that's what you need and things like that. But it is, and it's a lot of work when you have a sponsor, when I had uh, Emerald city productions, you know, there's paperwork involved and, you know, letting people know I put the ad in and things of that nature. Just, just reminded me, I've got paperwork sitting right here that I need to turn in. This was the last bit I need to turn in to get money. And, um, so it's, you know, it's like, oh, you got to do those things. Yeah. So holy cow. It's almost time for post show because, uh, you know, 
There's the music. Hopefully you hear the music. I don't, but that's okay. No? Nothing? There it is. Okay. There it is, yeah. Not, not quite up far enough. Um, which I always know it makes it makes the Hangout sound awesome when you mix music in the background. It's <laughs> trying to compress anything. Um, Jim, what's coming up on TheAverageGuy.tv? Yeah, we so we mentioned LastPass in, uh, in in October, November. That's actually kind of like October, November, like backup security month. So be thinking about some of the things that you're doing around that. Windows 10 has a big release as well, and I got a guest coming on, Rich Hay, to talk about that. So if you're interested in what's coming in the Fall Creators Update, that's what's going on at the Average Guy TV at Home Gadget Geeks. This week on the School of Podcasting, I will be reviewing. Finally, I keep teasing this. There's this yellow mic thing that uh, Sean from Be Your Own Nerd had a podcast movement that's in, it's just expensive. It's like $700 for a microphone, but it's also a recorder and a couple other things. So we'll be listening to that. And then uh, I think I'm going to do a thing get, again, kind of go, I did one once, three things every podcast needs that don't require bandwidth microphones and, and hosting. And it was, you know, you have to have uh, support, you have to have uh, your health and you have to have your attitude. Those are those things. I have something very similar to that. Um, you know, things that people juggle in podcasting to keep things going. And it's, it's not really about the content. It, it kind of is, but uh, I'm, I'm shaping that idea as we speak, if you can't tell. So that'll be on the, this Saturday show, this Saturday, today's Saturday show, this Monday show. Um, and uh, so that'll be coming up and uh, stay tuned for uh, the post show. And uh, thanks for listening. We're here every Saturday at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live.